Hello, and welcome to My Unknown Adventure. I am your host, Kimberly Ann. I am a full-time digital nomad over 50, currently living in a van. This episode is about how to afford full-time travel. And there's so much information, it's going to run a little bit long, but I know it's a huge question. So just speed it up and power through. I am currently in Memphis, Tennessee, and so far I absolutely love it here. I won't spend too much on my update except to say that in the last week I have been to Knoxville, which was cute but crowded, Nashville, which I did not like. It was insanely loud. There was competing country music blasting from every bar, nonstop construction, no parking unless you wanted to pay $15 to $30 an hour, no joke, and it was just not van friendly. Currently in Memphis, there is so much history, lots of brick, and the urban beauty that lights me up, and it is super van friendly. So I'm quite happy here so far. A little bit hot, but I love it. And now, so I can keep this episode as short as possible, let's move into how you can afford full-time van travel. There are books on this topic, there are YouTube videos, there are classes, there are blog posts, you name it. I'll link to all of that in the show notes. First of all, I wanted to talk about how I can afford it. So my main source of income is from rental property that I own, co-own, and it's not a lot, but it's enough so that I can live on a pretty tight budget without working. But I do work. I am a part-time author. And I do have a small amount of monthly income coming in for my royalties because, as I said, I am a fiction indie author. I also have investments. And on this, it's never too late to start. I began by, by buying a small amount of stock about 10 to 15 years ago. So when I was 40, 45 years old. And I got lucky. My initial small, quite small investment uh, made 50 times the amount that I invested. I do continue to invest small amounts when I can, and I rarely sell. I look at it as my retirement and my emergency fund. Now for what you've been waiting for. How can you do it? So the weird fact that most people don't know, but all full-time travelers do know, is that it's actually cheaper to travel full-time than it is to live in an apartment or a house. Now, I'm not saying like living in, you know, or traveling in Paris, staying at an expensive resort, but budget traveling, staying at places that are affordable and uh, countries that are affordable, lots and lots and lots, living in a van, lots and lots of ways to do it. So why is it so expensive to live in a sticks and bricks? Well, if you live in a stationary town with a car, you have your rent or your mortgage, you have your property taxes if you own, and you have upkeep if you own. If you have a car, you have car payments, you have insurance, you have parking, you have registration, and you have your gas. So if you own and sometimes even if you rent, you can make your property work for you and still travel full-time by using Airbnb to Airbnb it or rent it out. Those are a couple options. And I actually know people who are doing that and quite successful. When I lived in a brick and mortar, I went to the chiropractor weekly, obviously my choice, uh, but it did add up. I lived in a very expensive area of California, so things were above market value. Food was three times as much as I've seen it anywhere else. 
gas was twice as much because California has extra taxes. And even my dog's pet insurance was twice as much as it is in Texas, for example. I did go to Circus Center for fitness and two to three times a week, and that was $500 a month. So you get the picture. And I remember when I was getting ready to move into my van and some guy in a Facebook group said, if you're going to live this lifestyle, if you're going to go into this lifestyle thinking that you can save money, you won't. It's more expensive to live in a van. And I asked him, where do you live or where did you live? And he said, San Francisco in a flat with five roommates. Now, the only way that I can think that he pays more to live in a van is that maybe he travels a lot and pays more in gas than he paid in rent. And maybe he eats out exclusively when he used to cook. But in my experience, it does not cost more, not even close. So as I stated in a previous episode, my overhead used to be $10,000 a month. After COVID hit, I got it down to $5,000 a month. And now I live on $2,000 a month. As all of us will tell you, the two most expensive things when it comes to full-time travel or part-time travel or any travel are accommodations and airfare. But there are ways to mitigate both. And I'm going to talk about how you can make money on the road first. So you can ask your job if you can go remote. My friend Rebecca did this and they said yes. And she is now a full-time digital nomad. She was able to save enough money in the last year of working to quit her job and she is moving to Thailand. And there, at number two, there are remote jobs to be had, such as teaching English online. My friend Jen does this and she lives in Cambodia. I interviewed her on another podcast and I'll link that below. You can do a program like Workaway or Woofing. My friend Jay has done work away with her husband all over the world, and you don't have to be in your 20s to take advantage of these. She's in her 50s like me. There are also specific programs in certain countries, like in Spain, I have a link below, where they will pay for your room and board if you work a certain number of hours a week teaching English in person. There are also au pair jobs, and I know several people who started traveling that way. And I'll link below to a book that lists like every remote job you could ever think of by category and some other resources. So, and I even interviewed this woman not that long ago who busked her way across the U.S. and Europe for accommodations. There are house sitting gigs and my friend Mandy, who I also interviewed, (laughs) we'll link below, did house sitting full time all over Europe while working her remote job. My friend Ashley lives in hotels full time on $2,000 a month, including her food and airfare. And she teaches others how to do the same with her travel course. Again, linking below. You can live in an RV, a van, an SUV, or even a car. It's possible. There's a girl who lives full time in her Prius and loves it. And I met somebody on the road actually in Sedona that lives in her Prius and she loves it. And she was in her sixties and was amazing. Moving on to airfare. There are travel hacking with credit cards. So you don't have to pay for flights. There's cheap flights. Like Mandy once got an $8 flight to Poland. She was already in Europe by checking out the same day deals and finding one to a city she'd never heard of. And she went and she loved it. I'm sure you're getting the picture by now. The point is, if you want this lifestyle, you can have it. For me, the hardest part was making the decision to do it. That was the hardest part. And then the second hardest part was getting rid of all my stuff. But the truth is that if you want it badly enough, you will find a way. And I really hope that you do because I've never been happier 
And I'm excited to just wake up every day in a new city and wonder what I'm going to see and what I'm going to experience. And I've never had this much fun. So quick fun fact, because apparently I spoke quicker than I thought I would, is that I one years ago, I did some whatever pro little, I don't know, artist way or some program. And there was a question, what do you do for fun? And I didn't have an answer. I worked all the time. I worked, what was it? 60 plus hours a week, uh, weekends all the time. And I could not think of anything that I did that was fun. And that's, I could say that was sad, but it was my choice. And, and I also didn't realize it because it was just, I'd been doing it for so long. I was just in this workaholic mode. And when I stopped doing it, I realized all the fun that I'd been missing out on. And now I just like today, I just walked around Memphis for hours and hours. And that was so much fun for me. And everyone's idea of fun is going to look different. You know, sometimes my fun is playing video game. Oftentimes my fun is playing a video game, which I did do when I worked all that, all those hours, but not enough. And sometimes my fun is reading a book or going to a museum or watching a stupid show on TV or, you know, Netflix or whatever or playing with my dog, or petting my dog, or even looking at my dog. Like right now, he's being absolutely ridiculous. So fun comes in all shapes and sizes, but I was not having fun on a regular basis. And this lifestyle has afforded me to do that. And I love to travel. It's my number one passion. And I'm super, super excited to be able to do this full-time. And I'm super excited to be able to show you guys how you can do it full-time too, if you want to. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. If you liked this episode or enjoy this, please, please, please give me a five-star review or a thumbs up or whatever, whatever you're listening to this on or watching this on. If it's YouTube, I would really appreciate it if you'd subscribe to my channel. I have hardly any subscribers, but they're growing every week. So I'm really excited about that. And also on my podcast, I have one one subscriber. That's fine. I'd rather have a a review, like a five-star review, or have you share this with somebody that you think will benefit from it or something like that. That That would light up my day. So I'm really, really, really grateful that you're here. I'm really excited to be doing this again. And I'm going to post all those links and everything, all tons of information in the show notes. I do have a resources page on my website where I have a lot of this information as well. I'll post that. Have a great day. Bye.